0: Hello, it's Ryan.
1: Hey, hey, Brandy here.
0: Welcome to another episode of Finding Joy in Our Journey.
1: Yes, welcome back. It's been a couple weeks.
0: It has been. We decided that we were going to do every other week. Because every week
1: just gets too crazy. Yeah, it feels like it fits better right now. Things are calming down in ways, and... We feel like every other week is good for us. Life is busy in other ways and things are coming down in other ways. So that fits. Anyway. yeah. What's up?
0: Not much. Just had Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. We fought. That was fun.
1: We totally did.
0: <laughs> if we're going to be as real as real could be.
1: We totally did. So, okay, backstory to that. I'm at work, right? And Ryan, okay, back story to even farther than that. Ryan and I joke about flowers. I don't really love. I love getting flowers, yes, but you I do. don't really love the price tag on flowers. I'm like, they're gonna die, you know. So I'm telling coworkers, they're like, "Are you getting anything? Are you expecting?" You know, and I'm like, "Yeah." Ryan and I kind of joke about flowers when he goes to stores. Sometimes they have like a 99 cent special.
0: And yeah, I was looking at wild... the manager's special basket. Right.
1: And they're really cute. Like kind of a, a wildflower mix, you know, just sometimes. Cheap well, sometimes
0: bikes. they have roses too, but they're on right. their tail end. They've only got probably a few days A few
1: days, left. but they're pretty.
0: <laughs> they're 99 cents. Right. Why am I not going to buy them?
1: Totally. And I don't <laughs> even care. That's yeah. what's funny about this. And sometimes he'll come home and I'll look at the price tag and it's like a buck 39. And I was like, whoa, you went over budget. <laughs> I said 99 cents you know so I'm sitting at work and I just got done telling people a couple of coworkers about this and I'm like so I really am fine if I don't get
0: flowers
1: (laughs) (laughs) and a friend from the floor department where I work walks over with this gorgeous dozen roses arrangement gorgeous in a vase and she's like you have a delivery and I was like what for me and she said yeah it's it's for you and i looked and it said um love you ryan and i was like oh my gosh because i had just gotten <laughs> done telling them that 99 cents was like a way over budget right
0: yeah but this, this would have it been was it was so over funny
1: budget. yeah it was way over budget yeah but not like there is actually a budget but it's it's just a joke oh. between us and they You're were beautiful. Worth like
0: at least twenty five dollars,
1: at least. <laughs>
0: I don't. Uh, yeah. Who who cares?
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, it just was really, really bad timing, really funny timing, but they were beautiful and they're gorgeous, and they ended up coming in handy because our daughter had a dance,
0: <laughs> oh, it's...
1: and her boyfriend sort of forgot the corsage, and he felt like such a jerk about it. And I'm like, hey, I got you covered. So we came home and I grabbed uh, baby's breath and a ro- and a few roses and some greenery out of the vase. <laughs>
0: and we went to Wait, his... Oh, you took them out, out of that I, one?
1: I took some roses out of Reagan's.
0: Oh, okay. And
1: some baby's breath and some greenery. So I used all the flowers we had around the house, like brand new yeah. roses. So it came in really handy. And we ran over to his mom's and she's like, Awesome. At putting little arrangements together at Flowers. And so we we saved his butt. So it was real fun because it totally came in handy. To have that <laughs> around <Yeah>. the house. <laughs> and yeah. Later that night we totally fought. We had a little a little tiff. And then we went to bed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I mean that's. And that's what happened. Seven,
1: 17 years baby. <laughs> <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly, even on Valentine's The next night we stay. went to
0: dinner, though, and, like, yeah. made up, and it was yeah. fine and wonderful. Yep. You got me a cheese board. I did. Oh, with, like, a little set of knives. Yes. Really fancy cheese board with, like, some really fancy cheese and some, like, Yummy jalapeno, jalapeno raspberry jam. Yeah. Oh, she knows the way to my heart is through cheese.
1: It was perfect. Yeah, it was good. And it doesn't take up a lot of space. It's just a cute little circular Mm -hmm. one. Because I don't like things taking space. So it was perfect. Anyway.
0: Yeah, so that was our Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah. The kids had fun. They all made boxes and they fell apart. You know, the second they got home and Mm -hmm. there's candy all over the house. And I want to throw up every time I see it. It just doesn't even sound good at all. No. But it was a good day. Yeah, it was good. Your tattoo looks good.
0: Yeah, I got a new tattoo.
1: We've talked about it already.
0: Oh, have we? Yeah. Okay. I'm
1: just mentioning that it looks good.
0: Oh, all right. Well, that's random. Yeah, but okay. it is
1: random. Also, this is random. I'm freezing. <laughs> I'm freezing all the She's time. It's always cold. I have a hiking blanket, like a thermos-y. a thermosy. What do you call this? I
0: have no idea. Anyways, um, so. Tonight I thought we would talk about coping mechanisms in the midst of trials or in the midst of like a faith crisis or something faith along journey. those lines.
1: I'm learning to call it faith journey. I like it better. That's true. Crisis, crisis has a so
0: it's a negative intense. connotation. Yeah. yeah. So, even oh, though it feels like a crisis, yeah,
1: I just like journey better.
0: <laughs> so, I have three things on my list. I don't that <laughs> I have found to be useful, and we'll figure we would share or I would share those. And then Brandy will share her list of three things.
1: <laughs> I don't have a list, I'll come up with something.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, so the first thing that I immediately found when I started down this path and the rabbit hole that came in to be most helpful was support groups. Those number one, I think, are the most helpful. Now, I'm the kind of person, and Brandy could attest to this, that community to me... (sighs) It's important, but it's not like my biggest loss, you know, from leaving. Like, I didn't feel really connected that much to community. And so...
1: Well, you're also introverted. Mm-hmm. I'm an, an extroverted intro- introvert. Yeah.
0: So I can play with people and I can enjoy people. But I also don't, you know, if I could pick, I think I would... I prefer to kind of go solo for the most part, but I also don't, I mean, there's times too that I definitely want to be around people, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that probably happens with most introverts.
1: Well, and when you find that tribe, like best friends.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: Kids are going to bed.
0: But even sometimes, even <laughs> that's then that's sometimes happening. I'm kind of like, ah, I don't even want to hang out with friends right now. I just want to be alone. And that's, and that's okay. So community, yeah. not so much, but in that same sense I think having the ability to talk to people about what you're going through is absolutely crucial because without that I feel like there's a sense of craziness and so being able to realize that there's other people that are going through the exact same thing and you can communicate with them about it I think is vital to being able to get through it. I think. Um, I agree. Yeah. And having those support groups also provides a safe space for people to express those things because the things we've learned, the things we've read and the things that we've been able to study and figure out, um, they're they're damaging. And so being able to talk to like family or friends that aren't in that same kind of a situation, I think is also not, it's not a healthy and safe place. Right. Even when people offer sometimes like, no, oh, you can talk to us. You know, it's kind of like, no, no, I mean, it's, we can't because it's we don't want to damaging. Yeah. We don't want to, we don't want to give any fire to causing anybody else to be in that same situation. Here's
1: the problem with that. <clears throat> they want you to talk to them. I'm I'm speaking family mostly, right? Sure. Yet, you know what you know and what you've read and what you've felt while reading it and the choice you've made or the choices you feel like you can make. Yet, if you tell them you don't want to talk to them and you give them your loving reason, actually, that you are worried that it would be too hard to hear, it's too sensitive and too devastating and too damaging... And you respect them and love them too much to share it. There's almost this backlash with that too. That yeah, well, you obviously don't know enough then. You don't wanna talk. You're gonna just you're gonna just talk to the people that will validate you. You know? So right. it's it's a catch twenty two.
0: Right. It's it's yeah, it's a hard it's a hard position to be into and it's even more it's even more difficult when there are people that you care about.
1: And what is the confirmation bias, right? I kind Mm -hmm. of, obviously, well, most of the time, if you're looking for support around something, you're going to go to sources that are going to help you understand that. Just like when you're doing a book report, you're Mm -hmm. going to study what you need to study to learn about that. Right. However, with this, I feel like we have tried. There's probably a section of time, a chunk of time where we kind of didn't. You know, especially when you first, I was just thinking about that today. It's been about a year, last December, since you were like, okay, I really have got to, I think I'm definitely going to start not going. No. Right. It was in July that you made that final decision. But December-ish was when you were like, I'm going to be backing off. Like, I don't believe it.
0: Okay. You know? Yeah.
1: And I don't know where I was going with that. I don't remember where, where... Oh, that you were being... That you kind of went quiet. You know? There wasn't oh, right, a lot that of I, talking to people. It was more online <clears throat> stuff for you. That you found those support groups that helped you.
0: I didn't go to any support groups until July, though.
1: None at all? Actually,
0: even probably August. No, I didn't. I thought you no, were. I talked to a couple of people, some friends. Um, some really close friends. And, you know, that... I kind of let them know that I was just in a very, very weird, icky, sticky situation and didn't know necessarily what I felt. I talked to my brother a lot. Okay. A I've got, my, I've got
1: that timeline messed up. But. Yeah,
0: but support groups for me, I didn't even know they're worse. I mean, I take that back. I remember years ago, probably 10 years ago, I remember just, you know, leafing through a newspaper and I saw something for a, like a, a post-Mormon support group. And I just, I at that time, I rolled my eyes. I was like, oh, geez, like, yep, <laughs> got to get together so they can just bash on the church and right. read their anti-Mormon literature right. and do their, you know, <clears throat> satanic rituals. And then it was like.
1: And now you're on this now side. Now I'm on
0: this side going, oh, my gosh, this support groups are needed. Right, and support it's not, groups not all are needed.
1: anti and people no, are just desperate it's for not. community yeah. as to what you're talking about They're desperate
0: about. to be able to have a con- and a connection and, and some you say people you
1: might don't you say you don't necessarily need quote unquote the community but you definitely have one
0: Yeah 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 no yes and that's what I'm saying is yeah. is even if you are an introverted person and you find yourself being somebody that tends to kind of stick to yourself you still need to have that You still need to know that that option is available to you because without it, when you are in need, you're going to, it's, it, it can end up being worse. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just know that there are those many options that are out there. Um,
1: that's, I, that's kind of where yeah. I'm at with that community portion of this coping. Right. I found myself today actually asking you that where, who do I talk to? How do I, how do I find this answer? Yeah. Because we're wondering, how do we talk to our kids about certain things that we've learned because we don't we don't want to send them to church without this information but then we don't want to damage them because age appropriate is a is important as well so who do i talk to and that's what you told me you said jump on one of the support groups you yep. know and ask. and ask what they've done ask yeah if, they have any advice on this. And
0: I will say this too. Um, I mean, so a couple of them that I have found to be very valuable. Mormon Enlightenment is one that's on Facebook.
1: I will step in though. That one can be a little. It can
0: be a little bit triggering.
1: If you're in that group, you are way out of the church. You are definitely not. Not way... always. Yeah.
0: Not always. Nope. From they're... my
1: point of view, it definitely is more. uh, Exmo, definitely angry and bitter. There's a lot of angry and better in there. For me. Sure. I'm for, giving I'm giving f- my know. like for me, safety tip.
0: <laughs> for me, you are wrong.
1: Okay. okay. For me. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: no. But I have found that one to be valuable. And and here's the Some other thing. Some of it, yes. Well, I didn't hang say on. all. This is this is kind of a funny story because when I first so July, I stopped going and probably two or three weeks into into July, I was like, um, somebody had mentioned the ex Mormon subreddit and so I was like okay I'll get on here. And I got on there and I was like oh my gosh I feel like I'm looking at porn, you know, like behind everybody's back and I was like I can't do this and I got off.
1: Why? What was it?
0: Well, because there was like there were things talking about like the temple and oh okay and stuff and I was like and I sub- I subscribed like... and I unsubscribed hmm. within probably an hour. I was like I can't it's just too just too much. And then I think I found, what did I find? I found the, the Mormon Enlightenment one. And I went in there and I, and I read some things. And then I got back onto Mormon subreddit because I had a purpose the next time I got on there. Because I needed to ask a question mm. to the community, right? So I got on there and I posted, you know, a, a question. And I fully expected answers to come back and being like, just not what you got. Defaming the church like yeah, and I am not kidding you. I probably got 60 responses within the period of like 4 or 5 hours. And 95% of the responses were we understand where you're at. Valuable. We're totally on your side with this. Just give it time. Mm. The other five percent were people saying if you're not quite ready to leave, don't leave. Wow. Okay. And I was like, Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Hold the phone here a minute. Yeah. These are supposed to be all angry, bitter Mormons. And granted, right. there are some out there, you know. Totally. And, yes. And to be fair, I am not saying that they shouldn't be at all. Oh no. Because they I'm are not in,
1: downplaying that.
0: They are in the place where they're at. Yes. Because of probably there's various various levels of various variables that can play into a person's difficulty in leaving the church. Time they spent in the church, the amount of dedication they had towards the church. Well, if you're how born many into church, members the of the church, family that they have had. Right, in the and church. it's your
1: whole life. <clears throat> it is. Every decision yep. you make it is. is based on
0: yep. the church. From the time you're young and then you grow up and then it's like do you go on a mission? Do you not go on a mission? Then, you know, where do you, do you go you to school? Who do you marry? Where do you get married? When do you get married? How many kids do you have? And
1: once that's done, how much
0: money do you pay?
1: You just live the commandments and you have eternal life. Like right. everything is lined out yep. for you. It so yeah, it all. So, the amoris and bitterness has its place. Absolutely, yes, yes. it
0: does. Yep. And I, I, I definitely was just am, saying that for that because if people
1: go to look for that. <clears throat> I want them to know that. There's a good chunk of that yeah. in there.
0: There's there. All I'll say is this. Just if you're in that kind of a place where you are needing support, l- just Google. Po- you know, Mormon support groups. Or, you know, like faith transitions groups. There are so many out there and there are even.
1: The other one that classes. we're part of is. Uh, marriage on a tightrope.
0: Yep. yep. That
1: one's amazing. It's that one has a lot more mixed faith marriages in there.
0: Yes. And yep. it's
1: it's fantastic. Katie and Alan Mount. They are they're incredible people. They do awesome yeah, work.
0: Wonderful people. Um, what else? The um, there's there's several in Utah. Um, there's a support group that I just did, a faith transitions group at a therapy office. Oh,
1: a six week, yeah. A six
0: week thing. Free. Um, Thrive Amazing. also with uh John DeLynn on Mormon Stories. Um, Thrive has actually areas throughout utah and mm-hmm. idaho we're we're um, we're um individual cities where people yeah. start up their own support group yes based with thrive and and they mormon stories will help you get the the support group going um because that's
1: what we're attending again right
0: now. and this is the thing that i that i just have to stress so much because i know that there are people that listen to this that probably say these groups are just meant to lead people away from the church. Mormon Stories is just meant to pull people away from the church. And they could not be farther from the truth. It is absolutely wrong. Mm-hmm. These groups, these things that are out there to, to, to provide support is so vitally needed. Because there is no safe space for people Within that are in our position yeah. to communicate.
1: Because for an active member
0: of the church, there is no safe space for them right, to communicate. Right.
1: You there's don't not. want to hurt people,
0: right? Because I, if I they feel, go, that's
1: where I'm at, Ryan. I feel like I have no one to talk to. I, you I got don't. Me. I know, and but there's part of me even gets nervous about going to the groups because I do know there's still people that are fully active, you know. But there's a place in the group for everyone. Yeah. I just sometimes I tend to be a more positive person. I tend to be a more, I don't want to hurt people person, but But, I do know the value. Yes,
0: but I'm going to, I'm going to catch 22 that in that you have to be authentic with where you're at. I'm not saying deliberately hurt people. Right. But to get through Mm -hmm. this, Mm -hmm. you have to communicate. Totally. All of everything that you're feeling. Everything you're thinking, everything you're feeling, questions you're having, doubts you're having, you have to communicate it all. And yes, we're not intentionally trying to hurt people. And sometimes those things might hurt, but it's what is true to you. And Mm -hmm. so therefore you.
1: Someone needs to hear it too. Yes. Someone else has the same question. Someone else has been through that already. Yeah. can help you. I, I
0: know we've talked about it before, but on my, on my very first post on my personal Facebook page when I left. I had four or five people reach out privately. Right. And I was like, wait, hold on a minute. And they're like, if you helped anybody today, you helped me. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, you mean I'm not the only person that's in this situation. And I wasn't naive enough to think that I was, but I had no idea.
1: The people that reached out, you were. No,
0: but I had no idea the number of people that are in this situation. Yeah. They are in the tens of thousands and probably more. And I'm like, holy crap. Right. And that's the thing. There is just not a safe space for people to be able to communicate the pain because either they go to their bishop or they go to their stake president and hopefully with, you know, they get the... You roll the right... The, they roll the right... <laughs> dice. Dice with the, with the leadership roulette and get a good one. But all too often people are dismissed or they're told...
1: They're silenced.
0: Yep. Or they're silenced or they're also told repent and return or just You're not doing enough. Re you know, you you need to read more, you need to pray uh, more.
1: Sometimes that's not what it takes.
0: No, that's that's not what they need to hear at all ever. Because no. it's, it's wrong. It's not it's not healthy. Yeah. It's just not healthy. So number one, <laughs> that was kind of a tangent. Is community. Community. Um yeah. Just support groups. Just finding somebody that you can really talk to openly about everything. Right. Because you got you gotta verbally vomit for a while. You do, yeah. And you that's why
1: we started our Facebook group as well, is because that's where we can openly, <laughs> yep, ask questions or reach out and say, "Hey, how how are you doing?" Yep. You know, and hopefully that's providing that safe space, yeah, for you as well as us to help each other through this. Yep.
0: You think you get physic <laughs> Kind of uh, the analogy is you get physically sick, and you got to get it out. Right. You got to get it out and it's going to be painful. And it's going to be awful, but you get it out and you feel better. You do, but you got to get it out.
1: What it what did, what does it say? Your brother said something on Facebook. I just posted a, from my meditation, something about facing You look for that fears. and that's a good
0: segue because that yep. was the second thing I was going to say.
1: I found it. When we stop resisting what is, the battle stops. Ooh. And your brother commented... If we resist, it persists. And wow. I was like, whoa, if you resist it, it's just going to keep yeah. festering.
0: Yep. So. Second thing I'm going to say is the meditation. Um, often when you get into one of these situations, um, many people may find that their relationship or belief in God, God proper is gonna maybe shift a bit. It's gonna change a bit. Um, now I have a hope in a higher power. I don't necessarily know if there is, and I don't believe that anybody knows for certain. But I do have, I do have a hope that there is something bigger, and 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 yeah, just bigger than than all of this. Um,
1: I, I still believe that there is.
0: There's I for me, I think there's too much evidence. Um, there, there's just too much. We don't understand that I, I kind of have, I'm kind of forced into feeling or like hoping that there is, but I'm not going to like have somebody tell me this is what it is. And this is, you know, what they look like and what they want you to do. Like, so for me, it's a very fluid thing right now. Sure. And so there's just
1: too many things in our life that we have, had happen that i can't pass off as coincidence.
0: okay you know that's fair yeah
1: that i i really i do i do believe in god
0: anyways but so as far as prayer is concerned it's something that is still not something that i've done for a while but meditation is something that i try to do every day it yeah we're happen getting every into day, that more yeah but the meditation the connection with self the connection with the ability to recognize your existence as a very real thing it's powerful it's absolutely powerful there are, are just i don't know it's it's amazing and it it's difficult to do i am i've got serious ADD and so meditating is something that is definitely requires <laughs> practice and and they say that I mean, with meditation is that it's a practice, but right, the more totally. that I do it, the more I do find some incredible value in it. And I think because of that, it it's required me to be um, intentional, mm-hmm. you know, with, with life and just intentional and recognizing my existence and how that affects me, how that affects the people around me, how it affects my life. And that's something that's very real and very amazing is to know that there is no proof of an existence of God. There is no proof of one religion being true. There is no proof of any of that. But the one thing that I can prove is the very essence of me being here right now. And me in those moments when I'm meditating for you, centering no for you.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: for me and yeah. and for all what is truth because that's truth.
1: <laughs> that there's no proof of God. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. That's for you. <laughs> <laughs> for me, no. So when you were talking about the deeper connection or whatever, another thing from my from meditation. Yeah, there's a Japanese word. Um, it's yugen, and there's actually not really. A meaning or definition for it like known so um Tamara love it
0: are you gonna share it
1: are you i am you're so ah. weird says <laughs> <laughs> so this is like the the best to put it into words of what it means is an awareness of the universe that triggers emotional responses that are too mysterious and deep for words yeah i love that
0: that's cool So, So yeah, so that's the, that's the second thing I think is just the meditation is find something that you can do. Now it doesn't necessarily have to be meditation. It may not work for you. So if it doesn't, it's
1: it's another, it's another form of connection, I think. Yeah. Find
0: something that connects you, right? To the universe,
1: to yourself, to what's bigger than you.
0: Yeah. Some people hike, some people ski, mm -hmm. some people swim, some people work out, whatever whatever centers you find something that centers you. And I'm going to say this. If you're as TBM as I was, there was no sense of identity outside. Mm. When I left all sense of identity went away and it's like, Whoa, right? What, who am I? What, you know, how do I make sense of all of this now? Because my whole world has been turned upside down
1: because it was all planned out.
0: Yes. And so you have to find a sense of identity. You've got to find a sense of who you are. And all too often, you've even said this before too, is like, you're like, I don't even know who Brandy is, you know? Yeah. I said that years ago. Years ago, because (laughs) you get baptized. If you're a boy, you get the priesthood. If you're a boy, you go on a mission. If you're a girl, you do young women's. You get your young women's medallion. And then
1: you maybe go on a mission. You
0: graduate from high school,
1: and then you wait and for that you missionary. get married.
0: Yep, and you get married, and then, and you, then have babies. you have babies. That's your mm-hmm. that's your identity, and it is not fulfilling for most people. Now I'm not going to say for all because I know there are people that truly are like I have I have it never was, been more fulfilled.
1: For me, it was fulfilling until it wasn't. That's until what I'm all saying. And I realized
0: that's what I'm saying. Who am I? Yeah. 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 And that's what I'm saying. And, and there are some that I, I even read a post the other day of a, of a person that said, I know that for most people, this is not the case. And I totally validate and appreciate that is that womanhood for them means more than just being a mother. Mm-hmm. But this person said for me, and I've, and I, I'm, I'm out, but I look at being a woman and being a mother as the most valuable thing to me. So I, I mm-hmm. can respect that and I can totally. honor that 100%. I value that so deeply. Yes, yes. Yeah. But there also is that sense too that that most people, they struggle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Once they have these kids and then these kids grow up and start becoming kind of like more independent.
1: Well, they leave and then you're And left then the with... woman
0: is like, what do I do? Who am I? All I've done what is do this I... my yeah. entire life. And they lose identity. Which is so then important. Then depression hits yes. and all these other things. And so it's like, you've got to find a sense of identity. Mm-hmm when you are in this situation
1: during that time of being a during this transition well. you
0: have to find a sense of identity in that mm-hmm. in transition of faith whatever that is vital mm-hmm. it is vital to find that and find it quickly it may take some time but really be proactive in trying to do that because it's just it's crucial
1: well I think it'll be it makes things easier yeah you might as well start now on that journey
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um, Yeah, so there's that. And the third one I'm going to say, and this one kind of goes along with the first one a little bit, but maybe not so much, is just finding some valuable resources, um, books to read. There are so many out there. And I'm not saying, like, you know, look for books that, like, you know, some could, could consider as, quote-unquote, anti-Mormon, even though I don't believe that that's even a thing anymore. Um, but just find... Find some, find some books. Um, There are a lot out there that are amazing. One that I'm reading right now is by a guy named Sam Harris. It's called waking up. Um, The guys um, he's incredibly intelligent. Um, He, he is atheistic, but that's okay. He, uh, but the, the whole purpose of the book is finding spirituality outside of religion because I think it's an important thing um yes, and he because even talks about
1: born with that
0: yeah and he even talks about it in his book that there are some things that that happen that just don't have an explanation and you know there's no explanation through science that we can express and so sometimes possibly those things are you know what what some could consider as god that, that yogan or a higher power or yeah. whatever uh, but yeah, finding some sort of resources that you can use that are going to help you continue to learn and grow. Because in the church, <laughs> when you don't have the scriptures anymore.
1: Or the lesson books and manuals. Or the lesson
0: books and the manuals and things like that. I think it's still important to right. study and to learn and my, to grow.
1: My, my thought on that too is... Once you've found some of those resources, give yourself a break from those resources as well. You know, give yourself a minute to read something that doesn't have to do with what you're going through. Something
0: that's more
1: relaxing and more fun. Just on my side of this is, for me, sometimes you just need to take a break from going through with what you're going through. So find that fun book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but see... The the lesser meaning book that just is a good read.
0: Well, see, that's the thing. That's why I love the one that I'm reading right now is because that book is not about, you know, church history or it's not about No Man Knows My History or Stone Rolling. It's it's like none of that. It has Uh nothing to do with the church. It's just my innate need to find that sense of spirituality and sense of self outside of that box that I've been in
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and... I think it's important. There's yep. so many self-help books. So maybe that's what I'm just saying is find self-help books. There's nothing wrong with just throwing yourself into self-help books because it's only going to help yourself.
1: Oh, that was so deep. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. That was good.
0: So those are my three. Do you have three?
1: I don't have three.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: I know. I...
0: What's helped to you? Talk about, I mean, where are you at? Sometimes past.
1: I'm in a weird, I'm in a weird space. I'm allowing that space. I'm moving with that space. Sometimes I won't lie. Sometimes I ignore that space a little because let's, let's be real. It's so much easier to not know what I know now and in some ways but yeah. i feel like i've always kind of questioned things i've never liked that you know i've said it before i've never liked how we just pretend everything's so perfect i've never been that person i hate being fake yeah. i hate that i i'm I, i'm kind of struggling right now i feel like i in a way, have been writing your your coattails a little bit in some of the information I've learned. I've read some. But I this week I listened to a podcast that just shook me. It just shook me. And really emotionally drained me because it's so heartbreaking. And damaging and I think I've come to the conclusion that I really need to do more research on my own that I really need to read some things to feel like I'm not just hearing it from other sources which is important because it helps you know that you're not alone yeah But that I really need some, some backup on my own terms, you know, Mm -hmm. that's where I'm at right now. I, I, I'm not going to say that I'm in or I'm out. I go when we can. The kids go, a couple of the kids still go with that. Our youngest son yesterday, I had to work. And right before I left, which is right when church started, he said, Mom, I really want to go today. I want to go to church. And I, I was like, crap, I have to go to work and your dad's taking your brother to football and um, actually I didn't end up going, right? We switched that. But, yeah. And so I, we, I was like, okay, this is that time. We both have to support him in this. So Ryan was about to run him over. I was texting a friend saying, hey, can you guys let our son sit with you and then Ryan will come pick him up. Um, And these guys are incredible. Um, They gave talks a couple weeks ago and I'm just so grateful to call them my friends. And I didn't think I would get a little emotional, but I'm feeling like, anyway, they immediately text back and said, we actually haven't left yet. We'll just come get him and don't worry. We'll bring him home too.
0: Yeah.
1: And they've been incredible from the start. In fact, they were our first ward party after you were out had left publicly. He talked to us like nothing had happened. Yep. He asked how I was doing when you weren't right there, but overall, he he just goofed off with us. He gave us crap. We gave him crap. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they, that's what they've done the whole time. Yeah. They've not once looked at us differently. Yep. And they still are for for us now. And so that's kind of where I was going with this is find those people and hold on to them. Yeah. Because there are some still out there. I know it's really hard because they don't, a lot of people in the church, when you're out of the church or sort of in and out, they don't know how to talk to you anymore. Or because of leaders, what they've said is, the doubters are dangerous don't talk to them you know
0: selfish
1: there's yeah and so it's it's a very scary thing for people that are all in yeah. to talk to people that are questioning so that's my advice is to find those friends <clears throat> and i guess kind of your community one but more more personal more tangible friends that you can meet with and go you know what i mean right for me and really really use them as as a sounding board if you feel like you can reach out to them if you need help or support or love or advice and let them let them be there for you. Yeah. Now with that, I'm reaching out to you as the listeners our our youngest really wants to go to church sometimes. He's been really he was really upset yesterday. And he asked us, how can we go to church together, mom? You know, I really miss, I really miss my other, my older brother going and I really miss dad being there and being there as an entire family. And that sucks. Yeah. Like it really sucks to hear him and, and he cried. And that really, I don't know. I miss it too. I can't lie. That part, part of me misses that sitting there with my family, but I came up with a, an idea to throw out. And I just said, well, what if, what if we had a little family meeting and we said, Hey, let's go once a month together, all of us. And Ryan's been amazing. There's when new week city's like, babe, I was going to go today. And then something happened or it's,
0: I just won't go the first Sunday. It's a certain Sunday of the
1: month. He's like, "Oh shoot!" (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) so we're we're still working up some kinks on our end too.
0: Yeah, but it's all a learning process.
1: Yeah, if you if you guys are in our boat, or if you have any advice for us on how that's worked for you to to manage going once in a while together, or how do you do that? Do you just go to sacrament and then go home? Do you just
0: yeah, reach out on Facebook and let us yeah, know. Come yeah, let us know. <laughs> group and just send us a message and say, is this is what we do for us. Cause, right. Yeah. It's and my other tough.
1: question is is when there are certain things that we feel like we do need to talk to our family about, our kids about, how do we do that age appropriately? You know? How do we do that?
0: I don't know. I kind of think you just tell them. <laughs> There's... I'm
1: wondering. For me, I really, I really want to know if there really is a right or wrong way to say it,
0: I and don't, I, I, don't, I think
1: there probably is know. age-appropriate ways, but I well, don't, don't. know We don't need to them. talk
0: about like.
1: Well, you know what I mean. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, I just don't know that. So if you know that, if you have advice on that,
0: probably avoid the polyandry and polygamy talks with your kids. You know, leave that part out. But well, the other polygamy, stuff
1: is... I don't think is that hard to understand. Polyandry is a little bit more annoying and stupid but polygamy is not a hard
0: well i topic. no, i'm not saying hard but i'm just saying in terms of certain aspects of it let's just leave it at, <laughs> that. Okay. Let's anyway, just leave it at that
1: that's yeah that's yeah. kind of i just am curious about that so
0: yeah reach out on facebook and let us know you know what uh what you think and also let us know what your methods of coping have been i mean if it's alcohol great you know, if it, if it's not, um, you know, what things are.
1: Alcohol is the, what what you just came up with. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck? Oh my gosh. Or coloring. I mean, let's just be really. Coloring,
0: meditation, getting a massage. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. To cope with whatever you're going through right now. Share that. Whatever you're doing because yeah, we're, we're interested in knowing and, you maybe know, it's something because, we haven't
1: tried, and we need to.
0: Yeah, or maybe you'll help somebody that might be in that same situation. Yeah, that's what—that's why we're doing this—is just to provide that support. And, and please,
1: hopefully, we're keeping it. Yeah, as safe as as safe as we can for everybody yep. that's listening and involved. So,
0: but please, please let us know because you know if you need help, if you're needing support, we're there for you.
1: Yeah, for sure. So. Do you have anything else? No. Is that it? Yeah. We'll okay. see you after our vacation.
0: Yeah. We go in a caddy. Bye, everybody. Bye. I
1: was for loving you. Even though we
0: may be hopeless hearts just passing through. Every screaming, I don't know what we should do. All I know is, darling, I was made for love.